0: Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we discuss two bands whose name sounds familiar, but the music is different.
1: I'm
2: Jared. Are you sure?
1: I'm Caleb. I'm Dax.
2: This is text, but that's not Jared.
1: Oh, that was good. <laughs> Who let
2: him in here? That was weird. Oh, I like this. That, that was wasn't weird. Jared. Who is that man? Some count I don't know what his real name is. I can't think of something clever oh, thank right you. now. <laughs> who was Count, that count <laughs> Clem. Is that that's who it
0: was? Oh, no. Count Clem. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, so let's say what this episode is. Okay, we're doing Halloween month, everybody. And uh this month or this week, I should say, we're doing Ella Miss Fitzgerald. Yes. Ooh. And we got uh, three more weeks of spookiness, so I hope that uh you're ready for some candy and some treats and some... You're in for a treat. Yeah, there you go. So does that mean that we need to start with Misfits since we're starting with the, the Halloween bits and all that? Sure. sure. All right, everybody is in agreement. Mm-hmm. Misfits, how do we feel about that? Tyler is the... Or Tex is yeah. the resident Misfits fan, so I'll let him begin. He likes the Misfits. He tried to get his hair danziggy not oh, no, Jerry it. only. Yeah. Oh Jerry only. only. Yeah, the Devil
2: lock Yeah. I used to do this a lot and my ex would not like it so it made me want to do it more.
0: Uh, mm. Oh yeah, <clears> stick <throat> it to him. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a real punk rock thing to do.
2: Yeah, I do whatever I want and make my hair all long and stuff in front of my face. You can't, can't do anything stop, about it. You can't
0: stop me. Uh can we talk about I I feel like Tyler you're going to know this way better than I would like off the back of your head, you know. Um right off the back. The names of the people in Misfits. Oh, man. The fact that they like if you join the band you absolutely have to be given a nickname. Well yeah, what's it going to be? Like I what's I it love be? I love that concept that like every Misfits member right. is like required to have a spooky a spooky name. Well kind of.
2: Danzig didn't really. His name's just weird.
0: Yeah, that's true. He d- he was the one who was like, "Listen, my name is fine. I don't I don't need to do anything." Fine, you else don't have this. to
2: change your name, Glenn. If you want to be Glenn, then you can be Glenn. Yeah. That's true. really only people with names are the brothers. No, not pretty all, much.
0: I mean, they've had like a revolving door of people who've been coming in to miss. They have, but the they have,
2: they give them some names that are not as spooky. Doctor Chud and Mister Jim and what have you. Mm-hmm. Marky Ramon played with them for a few years too.
0: Doyle, Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Yeah, that's pretty Jerry great. only's brother. Yep, His yep. brother. What well, well, there was there was a guy who auditioned to be the vocalist back in like 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 much later after Danzig left. And I know that he came in, and then they gave him a nickname.
2: I mean, he... M- Michael Graves is...
1: That's the one. Yeah. 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 Z? Spooky. Michael Emmanuel Graves. Was... Graves. Graves. He's not as good anyway. Then there's Manny Martinez. Mm-hmm. That's a regular That's... one. That's a
2: baseball player that joined the Mitzvahs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chupacabra.
1: He's a member.
0: I don't, I, you don't like Michael Graves?
2: There was... A... Me? Yeah. No, Danzig's better. Well, that's, yes, of
0: course. Let's play, uh, I really like the song Saturday Night by them. That's the best Michael Graves song. You don't like Saturday Night? I don't like that. I don't like that album as much as I like Oh, no, the album's not that good. I think Saturday Night's all right. American
2: Psycho is better.
0: Play, Play that song. On that album, they have a song called Helena.
2: Do they?
1: Oh my God.
0: I think that Mike uh, Him influenced them. I think you. Well, might that album heard. came out in 99. Uh, I know. Nine, I know. Some, I'm kidding.
2: Iteration dose of after a long legal battle. A long legal battle between Jerry and Glenn. And Glenn's like, well, whatever, Jerry. Just like Seinfeld.
1: So there's a song I didn't listen to. Okay. But I want to hear. Okay. Uh, the Cockroach that ate Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> saw that.
0: That's great. <laughs>
2: In there, I had to yeah, had, had to get it. That's coming.
0: That's, that's be prepared.
2: <clears throat> no,
1: wait.
2: Yes, it is.
1: Go back and listen to Go that. And, and listen
2: to it. You all
0: play it just a little bit again. The beginning. Nope. Not yet. Nope.
2: Not yet. Not yet. Nope. Nope right oh now i hear it you're right no, no,
0: here. wait till they start singing a i like that give
1: me a if the is be prepared i don't think so yes it is i don't think i can so. see what you're going for
0: why don't okay can we credit what this song is please it's that's a doctor it's a dr demento song yes this is dr demento covered in punk mm-hmm. that's beautiful yeah who's it
1: by originally uh probably I, I don't know possum Possum.
0: It's by Possum. All right. Possum it is. Also, this is probably uh, worthwhile. Most, I mean, probably most people know Misfits. But for clarity, why would Misfits be a group that we would cover around Spooky Month? Spooky
1: Month. They're a horror
0: horror punk band. A horror punk band. They have a lot of songs about uh,
2: mutilation and things. Mm -hmm. And they reference fantasy and B movies, horror films, and various things. Of that yeah, name. They reference yeah. the B
1: movie, not the B, B
2: movie, Fibies. just B Those movies. Oh, oh. Yeah.
1: I thought they were gonna do like jazz or something. I think it's... Tyler wasn't their
0: record label. Plan Nine, or something was Plan Nine, right? Mm. You don't remember? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm pretty sure that there yes. it is yes yeah I thought that they had a record label called Plan Nine That's which is cool. obviously yeah. a reference yeah. to Plan Nine from Outer yeah. Space so. Glenn Danzig uh founded it yeah. yes in okay see it I, is now defunct. I like
2: that I did my <clears throat> research I what do you did my research. I like that Danzig carried over and was still spooky in his solo career mm-hmm. according to some maybe not according to well he got a little <laughs> closer to paganism and people were like he's a Satanist I'm like well. That's debatable. I don't. I,
0: I don't know that I get a lot of spooky vibes off of his music, but maybe is it is it more like spookiness in the lyricism? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not as familiar with Danzig's like solo work. So, so listen to
2: the first album. It's really good. Mother. Oh yeah, I know one song off of it. Thank you, Jerry. Someone play Guitar Hero.
1: There's a lot of trash over here. I just noticed it. Oh. Yeah, it's from a few different podcasts we've done. Been... <laughs> why, is, why are we talking about? I just that? wanted to point it That's out. That's a
2: thing we've been doing while you haven't been here. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I, I leave we're, for we're a while. You came back we just in podcast table, he arose, trash. He arose
2: from the dead. He arose for from Halloween. The dead, I beat you to trash. it. Dirt. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. Of, Ooh. Rip, no more.
0: Speaking of not quite rising from the dead, but uh-huh. I have a misfits thing. Uh, did you guys see that they got arrested for grave robbing?
2: Yeah, because <laughs> they had that song, "Dig Up Her Bones."
0: They apparently were Told looking. what to do. They were looking for a voodoo doctor. <laughs> I love it. Aren't they fun? Aren't they fun? They what should a, have. They should have gone to screaming Jay Hawkins. So much
2: fun. Well, Glenn Danzig the, the was lead singer the founder, founder. and I, until Jerry only joined, he, he basically Glenn Danzig was the only member that mattered, and then Jerry only is now the only one who's a contiguous member, right? And he between when Glenn left in like '83 and. When they came out with American Psycho in '97, '97, yeah, there was a big legal battle between Jerry Only and Glenn Danzig as to whether Jerry Only could use the Misfits' name and emblems and stuff and carry on with the band and this or that. And he won, I, I don't think he won. I think Danzig's just like fine, although he's now Glenn's touring with him again, right? Since he's,
0: 2016, he's been t-
2: like, touring with
0: them again, right. so he's like, Oh, look, here I am.
2: So, but then they got a new lineup, of course, and did their thing. And I, if you ask me, if you ask me, yeah. They've kind of, and you can hear it in the song that Jared did, they kind of, like, harken back to, because, like, the Ramones in the early 70s punk, they did a lot of fifty songs, mm-hmm. punk versions, and now they're doing, they did that again in the 90s. Not
0: mm-hmm.
2: the 50s, 60, 60s 60 sounding songs.
0: They have a lot of really... <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck over here. They have a lot of really different, like, Tones to their music. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, like, the kind of like, because they've influenced hardcore punk. They've yeah, influenced early... heavy metal. Yeah. They have, like, they're very much across the board with their genres. They've, they've really kind of, like, done a lot in terms of that.
2: Yeah. Well, the early, the early misfits were the kind of like the first hardcore punk, really.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Because a lot of the punk that was born out of that era was, like, Ramones mm-hmm. and Sex Pistols and stuff like that, which was, Uh, And a different kind of punk than what you got out of Misfits. Misfits were really kind of in uh, a realm of their own. I also think what's really interesting, too, about Misfits is that they were in the underground scene of punk throughout really the entirety of their career until Danzig split off.
2: Yeah, up until the 90s, really.
0: So a lot of people like saw Danzig and they said, oh, well, Danzig is really interesting. I wonder what his old stuff is. And then everyone's like, oh, what is this? What is all this really cool hardcore punk stuff going on here?
2: It's true. And then when they came back, people knew about it, so then they blew up. I, they did a thing in uh, 23, 2003. 23. 2003. The year 2000, 23. How do you say that? I don't even know how to say years before 2010. How do you say those things? In 2003? <laughs> 2003, they Ought. came out with... Ought 3. They came out with... Uh, Project 1950 where they did mm-hmm. a whole bunch of 50 songs. That was my first introduction to them. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was.
0: I don't know what my first introduction to Misfits was. Probably like, for me, it's probably like Die, Die, My Darling or something mm. like those, the hit stuff. Well, I also And think... then I got into them later. I like that Saturday Night song, yeah. like I said. Yeah. I think that the, I think that what's interesting about Misfits is is that a lot of people were introduced to the culture of Misfits before they were introduced to the music of Misfits. Those stupid jackets. The I jacket. want to talk about this. I like I how they're
1: wearing
2: like hockey gear out there too. Oh yeah,
1: I hate, I don't like Knee the.
0: Band. If you if I see you in a Misfits jacket, ninety percent of the time I know you don't like them. You don't even know right. who they are, right? And you just like the emblem and you bought it at Hot Topic because your mom let you. I yep. like the
2: emblem. I don't own any jackets though. Mm. I wear shirts anyway. You don't, you don't own, own, own any shirts. shirts? Wow. Uh, I, check it out. <laughs>
0: Tex has been coming in. Oh, oh he my. came in shirtless. Wow. What a reveal. The biggest good band, bad band <laughs> reveal I think I've ever seen. Too bad none of you listeners can see it. Oh, you guys wish you could see this text body. You don't want to see it.
2: I don't want to see it either. Anywho. Tyler, do you have a
0: favorite Misfit song? I don't Resident know. Punk fan?
2: I don't know if I have a favorite one. Hmm. Let me pick just let me just pick one from the ones that we listened to. Sure. I want to pick Last Caress, play that song. Yeah, you know what? Good choice, Jared. It's way better
0: It's way better than that Stupid Saturday song I have That's uh true I have a general question About punk music Just kind of overreaching mm-hmm. Their songs are like Two minutes long Yeah Can you have A long punk rock song Or is Because punk rock to me Sometimes. Seems like it's something That just is like A quick burst You get there. Your,
2: are, there are longer Clash songs that's true, but
0: the I feel like... The Magnificent Seven. I feel like... Well, that's the thing, though, is Magnificent Seven is like this weird, like, reggae hip-hop song. So I, like, I feel like the long Clash songs are ones that aren't usually the punk songs.
2: Let's see. What's that Clash song I like that I can't think of?
0: I found a thing on Jerry Only's Wikipedia page. I can't find anything about this. Okay. But according to Wikipedia, in 1987, he was in something, a film, called Compty Dumpty. Compty Dumpty. Yeah, and I cannot find a single thing. No IMDb, no Google, nothing. We need to find wow. we need evidence on Cumpty Dumpty.
1: I, Fax Compty it to Dumpty,
0: us. Dumpty sat on a wall.
1: I found what according to Reddit is a true story if you guys want to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Uh when is, Elvis, hold on, is it a spooky story? Uh, yes. Okay, hold on. It's not actually spooky. You don't have to do anything. Never mind. I was going to play spooky music over your story. <laughs> what? It would, it would change things night. a little bit. One night. When Elvis Presley arrived on his plane home from war, there was a mob of people to welcome him back. Among the crowd, there was a homeless mother and her starving baby. Elvis hugged them both, took the baby from the mother. He unbuttoned his uniform jacket and fed the baby from, from his own breast. <laughs> That baby was Glenn Danzig.
2: Oh! No wonder he careened so smoothly.
1: I, I just tried to look up some stuff about him on Reddit, and that was one of the things that, that came up First That was, was the most up. interesting thing I Clearly found. You where know, did I think he that, land? I don't know. If he had to have landed in Jersey,
2: because that's the only place that's where Glenn Danzig's from. Must have been. If I landed in Jersey for more, I wouldn't be feeding some homeless Jersey baby from my own breast. Yeah, but I'm not j- as generous as the king was.
1: I would do it. I would do it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I
2: just don't know how
0: generous I believe that Elvis Presley is. So I don't. That's, I think that's the biggest thing that I don't believe about it is I can't. I can't see him giving back. Play that, I can play only that, see him uh, taking. Play that video I sent you. Okay. It's on YouTube,
2: Tyler. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> know, I
1: just want to say it. How do you Box know? of saltines, <laughs> can of sardines, frozen pizza, rice cakes, one dozen burritos, Shrek 2 on DVD. We need a bottle of Mountain Dog.
0: Gams.
1: Cola.
0: All right, there you have it. Wow. wow. Is that's, that what, everything you dreamed of that's, anymore? That's Glenn, Glenn Danzig's grocery list. <laughs> good. Great! I found that. We're, looking for things. We're I, coming. I saved up it. with the the most solid
2: material. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> we
0: bring we bring nothing
2: but the best for Way Halloween month. There you go. Jared wanted to do it and then he didn't. And now it all, it all falls apart.
0: He he. Jerry uh, only was also in Big Money Hustlers, the insane clown posse western. Was he really? Wow. No, he was not. Actually, was it? A, yeah, it was an exploitation film uh, that was an homage of the nineteen seventies. Why would he agree to that? I ask every single time. Why do people agree to collaborate with ICP? Because it's punk. Big money rustlers is the that's the western. Oh, that's the, the western. The hustlers one is is a different less, but it's still ICP. It is. So it is. It is also it is still not. Mm-hmm. I see miracles every day. No sir. <laughs> and I see miracles in every way. Are we ready to talk about Ella Fitzgerald? I'm on a
2: giant tower. They don't sing that, but it's in the video, so you know you gotta visualize. Oh, did you ever find your Clash song? Uh, yeah, but then I gave up because it turns out it was written by someone else and re- recorded by someone else, and then they recorded their version of it. So I didn't. I'm saying that uh, doesn't count. It don't count. It's long, but it doesn't count. I see. It Doesn't right. count. The Ramones all had short songs. all their songs are really short. That's mm-hmm. true.
0: Some of the best punk. songs. bits are,
2: are I think, are really best. just like a reiteration, a reincarnation of the Ramones, but harder. I could see that. That's basically what I'm getting out of it. Yeah.
0: Jared, UKO, there. Yes. Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, not not exactly uh, the same uh, spookiness as Misfits. No. No. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Ella, maybe get a little
1: spookier for this. I got a Dax fact. Please do. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald was born with perfect pitch, so precise. Musicians would turn, tune their instruments to her voice. As a baby? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure. She drank, she drank Elvis' milk. Oh, that's a C. <laughs>
2: So both I mean, of them are Elvis is What, she, what milk? you just read to me is exactly that. She was born with perfect pitch instantly. She yeah. just had it. Yeah. As her a ba- cries as were a, in C sharp. But ba-
0: Do they check that with every baby? They do. When yeah. babies come out, do they, they, put they put check a, their they pitch? They put one
2: of those large scale chromatic tuners in the room and when they smack it to make it cry. Uh-huh. They try to see, you know, is this lying? the right
1: I figure they just get like a tuning fork and like just tap the baby.
2: What do you think this is? Maybe for her. It's Good. modern it's modern day. Pal.
1: I I I don't know. A tuning fork
2: a tuning fork is only tuned to one pitch?
1: That's all you need. Not if if their cry is in a different one. You
0: can check their perfect pitch with only one pitch.
2: Not if it's not crying in the note that you have it tuned to.
1: That's a good point. Well then it wouldn't be perfect.
2: Yes, it might still have perfect pitch. You're just doing a different note, friend.
1: Well, it's not perfect.
2: Do you know how music works? Are you on this (laughs) show? (laughs) Please keep going. He doesn't (laughs) listen to the lyrics. Yeah, he definitely doesn't do that. (laughs) <laughs> or else, you know, in her song. If she we said
0: really, it. if we wanted to know the answer to this question, we need to call Anna Kendrick from the film Pitch Perfect. No, you're and right. she to tell us.
2: You're right. <laughs> That's true. I heard as soon as they spanked her, she goes, "I cry and see," and they go, cra- grab, grab the sea, Bing," and they got it.
0: I want to know how Louis Armstrong had anything to do with this birthing situation. Jazz. No, just with the birthing situation. Jazz. He brought the so like he he would like you know bebopped his way through all of it. So like she's uh, like crying. He's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say actually, Beyond
1: Rose. it's a to Louis Armstrong.
0: The Ella Fitzgerald Original. and Louis Armstrong collaborations were my introduction to Ella Fitzgerald, and oh my, they good, aren't they? God,
2: let's listen to a little bit of one. Do we want cheek to cheek?
0: Yeah, that's a song that Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga Yeah, did and the together. only problem
2: with that one is it's He just sings the whole time in the beginning Yeah She didn't get in there as much, but oh well Heaven I'm in heaven
1: And my heart beats so That I can hardly speak And I seem to find the happiness I see when we're...
2: Let's just get into it.
0: It's hard not to get into it. Yeah. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful type of music. Oh. I don't, I, I feel as though there is not enough, like we have not spent enough time on like older music like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. We haven't listened to any kind of like, like jazz type music or oh, anything. Do and you I like think, jazz? You like jazz? I do I do I do like jazz. Continue. That that was it. That's all I gotta
1: say. Yeah, I agree with you. We should listen to way more of it.
0: I mean Ella Fitzgerald is a revolutionary voice in music. And like I feel as though <laughs> I feel as though it's not worth like just having a small like fifteen minute conversation about her life where like ooh it's spooky month, but also Ella
1: Fitzgerald, like, oh my god. <laughs>
2: yeah, she's really good.
1: Yeah. Can you, you can do it? Can you play Mac the knife?
0: Yeah.
2: Her version? Yeah. I like Bobby Darren's version. I do too.
1: I like of Lenier's version. Well
0: Oh the shot at thirty team. One thing that I think is interesting about Ella Fitzgerald in terms of her live performances is that she was notably very shy. Mm. So the first performance that she ever had, she was actually going to dance, but she got really, really nervous because uh, a group of dancers before her did a really good job. She's like, I can't follow that up. So She's like, I'll just sing a song. This is like young, young Ella Fitzgerald, too. And so she's like... I'll sing a song and it like blew them away <laughs> but like yeah she's like n- notably very very shy so it's like a, an odd oh, idea babe. of i know it's an odd idea of somebody being
1: really really shy but being able to have like a really big stage presence right in that song when she starts scatting i uh, like the recorded version mm-hmm. that's just because she forgot the words and wanted to make it seem like she knew what she was doing I I think I saw that. She yeah, won two Grammys for that. It's pretty common occurrence, actually. <laughs> that's like, talent right there. I feel like that's. I like that's Louis, Get your way to a Grammy, Louis
2: Armstrong. Every song. Oh, <laughs> i Is that your Louis? <laughs> I like your Louis. It's not very good. I got. I don't have the thing that I need. Yeah,
1: what a wonderful day. That's good. I can't Thank get you.
2: that role.
0: You got. You got to get the role. I can't get the role. Got to so. get the role. Well, what were the uh, So I feel like the, the major collaboration for Ella Fitzgerald is with Louis Armstrong, uh, but there are other collaborations. Uh, Chick Webb? Yes. Chick that was Webb. where she got her start with the song A Tisket, a Tasket. Yes, a oh. nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. That's where she got her, her beginnings. <laughs> She's also a really important voice for, like, African-American culture in the United States music scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where she was very, very... Um, she faced a lot of racism and a lot of discrimination in her time, too. Like, there were times where, like, there was it was so bad that they had to, like, cancel shows mm. for her safety.
1: And then Marilyn Monroe stepped in and saved the day. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Norma Jean norma Jean. that was my grandma she, she would uh so there was what was the club's name i was actually just reading this i, I wanted to talk about this uh, Macambo there's a club uh ella fitzgerald couldn't get booked there because she was black right and marilyn monroe called the owner and was like hey if you book this girl i'll get a front table every night and she did and and and, and she, she did. was there
0: and she was there
1: and they had like a full room every night it was one
0: of the big moments of like Ella Fitzgerald's career. Was it was one of the things as if it wasn't the case that she didn't already have a career, but that was something that just continued to propel her forward. You know yeah. who else performed at Macamba previously? One of the few African American uh, performers that had also performed there. Miss Eartha Kitt. Oh. Madam Zeroni.
1: <laughs> who, who carried her up the mountain?
2: <laughs> no one. If only. <laughs> That's why he wouldn't bring in any more African-Americans. Because he was sick of people being curious. And then Marilyn Monroe broke Uh, the curse. That
1: no good pig stealing grandpa of his.
2: (laughs) You can't prove that's her pig.
0: How did we get a holes reference into the Ella Fitzgerald conversation?
2: I love it. My pig had the same spots. You don't know.
0: I don't want to keep digging. That's too damn bad! (laughs) Well that's Uh, a girl's name Marian Yes it is (laughs) Yes it is You
2: know these jazz people They love Gershwin Did you realize that they did Gershwin? Mm, No You didn't listen to Summertime Song Summertime From from Porgy and Bess Let's listen to a little bit of it
1: Uh, So.
2: cinematic. Yeah, well, that's because it's from an, a modern opera. Right. I love it. Yeah, it's good. In
0: March of 1990, Miss uh, Fitzgerald performed at the Royal Albert Hall with the uh, Count Bassi Orchestra in, in London, England. That was one of her final performances, too. One of the mm-hmm. yes, she. Yeah, I she, knew who else performed there. Mm-hmm. Our old friend Tiny Tim. I have oh, that record. Wow.
2: Oh, Cream performed there once too. R.I.P. Ginger R. I. P. Baker.
0: Mm-hmm. Get it out there. R. I P. Eric Clapton's son.
1: You know how I was wow. like, originally okay. introduced to Ella Fitzgerald? How's that? Uh the pilot episode to Codename Kids Next Door. Oh really? When they uh, it wasn't Codename Kids Next Door at that point. It was like another skit in there. Uh huh. Uh they dropped a vial of Salmonella Fitzgerald on somebody. Oh, my. And when you get infected <laughs> with it you turn into a scat singer. <laughs>
0: Please find that clip. That's ridiculous. Find that clip.
2: That's the end of the show. I don't think you can, I don't think you can do that anymore.
0: Oh, it was from Kenny and the Chimp.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Chimpy, I need to lick a chimp. But since it's Saturday and everything, most places will be fresh out by now. Any idea where I could find a chimp to lick?
2: Chimpy! Come back here and let me lick you!
1: Is going to be back soon Do you think that counts as blackface?
2: Um, that's Tom Kenny. Yeah, gonna, That's French what I was going to tell you. Pants. I was going to tell you that. I was like, uh,
0: you always know that. Um, Sounds familiar. Doesn't now me? we know he can't be the prime minister. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yes, he can. <gasps> And with that being said, I'm going to say that Ella Fitzgerald is, in fact, the good band. I agree. Uh, it's just so hard. I know. This is a tough one. This is, is a it? tough one. I don't know it it is. is. Misfits are a really good, important punk band, but I think Ella Fitzgerald is just too
2: critical of an artist. She's a good band. I like Misfits more, but uh-huh. I think Ella Fitzgerald is better. I'm going to vote for the misfits.
0: Ooh. I'll be I'll be a misfit in this. I'm going to pick all the Halloween groups this year. You're going to pick all the Halloween I groups? I got to. Wow. I, we should have a tally. We should figure out who wins, spooky versus non-spooky.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's a good idea. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook and uh, vote in the poll and everything. Tell your best friends and all your other friends, too. Next week we're doing Iron Maiden and Wine.
1: We're
0: Goodbye.
1: We go where we go pick up every room what? 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 I yeah, I It's we go, This is zero. It's, it's not. Here yeah, we go. Here's the shift. Looky, I No room